0: This guy, well, not the guy we're looking at right now, but Who is the other that? guy. Is that? <laughs> that's, Ricky, that's Ricky Bobby, I think I see up on the screen, it was, it was Ricky with, Bobby. with with Jacob Prosnick, uh, just the guy that just won his spot into the Classic. And um, I see him up on Skype. I guess Ricky was just getting Jacob all set up there. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, hey, man, uh, Jacob Prosnick just came off a giant win at the Classic bracket. And uh, he's here with us tonight. How are you, Jacob? Good to see you, buddy. So good to see you, man. How established are you pro Man, we're we're doing we're doing real good. But I got some audio feedback. I guess uh, the well, yeah the carpenter figured it out. Or, or R- it- Ricky, turn turn off
1: the computer playing the uh, show in the
0: background.
1: <laughs> 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 he needs to tilt the camera too a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: you need to tilt that 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 camera down so we can see. Oh, there's the man. There's the man. See all of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's good to see you. What a deal! Uh, it was the inaugural uh, classic bracket. Ricky's gonna turn that back down here in just a second for us. We're getting the feedback. Good to see, you, man. How are you?
1: But, hey, uh, how you <laughs> <laughs> all doing? Right, all right, hold on. Everybody stop. Every, every, Everybody Rick. stop. Everybody stop. Ricky, you got to turn off the uh, show in the background. Oh, background. <laughs> I on. The camera too. oh Christ, that happened a long time ago. That's the delay. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, Rick. Test. Yeah, I think we're Go. good now. Okay.
0: Now we can. Now we may proceed. Now we may proceed. But uh, hey, man, you just came. it was amazing bracket win. Uh, I, it, it looked incredible on TV. It looked emotional. I mean, has it sunk in? Was it awesome? How are
2: you feeling right now? You, you know, I, I've told everybody that that was the most stressful thing that I've ever been through in my entire life, by far. And and I can't imagine for the other seven anglers that went through that. You know, it was it was. <laughs> it was it was uh it was bone crunching and, and like I've never got really emotional in a tournament or anything that I've ever done in my life, but that that deal like it crunched me down to the last minute.
0: Well, you, you showed the emotion and I we saw we all saw it come out and uh it was amazing uh, adjustment that you had there and at the last minute catch well, catching that big four pound smallmouth uh, to, to getting you up and over the top. Um, I mean, did you like it? I do. you, do, do you think this is an awesome thing or are you like, dude, that was too much pressure? Uh, we <laughs> we need to do it a different way, man. This, this sucked.
2: <laughs> no, not, not at all. You know, and, and here's the thing, like I had like a mediocre year, you know, and, and the thing is, I probably got more exposure off of that last bracket mm-hmm. deal tournament than I did throughout the whole year. And you know, which was good for all my sponsors and, and everybody that, that has liked me on Facebook or Instagram or, or, tuned in and all my friends and buddies. I mean, like when it was, when it was over the, when Mercer was like presenting a trophy or whatever, I think my phone went off 350 text messages <laughs> when it was all said and done. So, you know, it was, it was a great deal. And, and the thing is, you know, you know, I got to give Bass credit and, and everybody at Bass for allowing us to have a deal like that for the last eight out of the classic to, 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 to have a chance at making the Bassmaster Classic. You know, we, as an angler, we fish for two things a year. That's to either win the Bassmaster Classic or Angler of the Year. The tournaments in between, that's just something that's special. The two things we fish for are Angler of the Year and Bassmaster Classic. Wow. Well,
0: you know, that's great. I know. I think it was uh, well-received by all. We talked about it, me and the carpenter. Uh, we couldn't turn it off, man. I'm like, uh, I'm watching this thing from beginning to end. I can't, you know, I can't turn it off. It's too distracting. And um you know so that I think that part of it is, is really really good that you guys got so much exposure I think uh I think it's going to be here to stay and th- and they may try to create different ways to use it maybe the top 12 like we were talking about might have to do this type of format but certainly I think this is going to come back again but um but man you were in a battle you battled some tough competitors uh man ha- you had you kept it together you you know you did some cool stuff, like fish for smallmouth at the end. Can, can you talk a little bit about how you won this thing?
2: You know, um, going into that deal, I, I'd, I'd practiced um, where I caught those fish. Every every time, every you know, every session that I had, I would catch a couple where you saw me actually fish. And the the last morning when I fished against Ish, you know, I had thrown a jerkbait. I had thrown a drop shot, a wacky worm, a shaky head, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff out there, you know, and and those fish had had got to, you know, they had got to see everything that I kind of throw. but I had not ever thrown a swim bait in there, and I said, man, you know, I got about an hour where I can go just do whatever I want to do, just simmer down and and go fishing, and, you know, I started off with that swim bait first thing in the morning and, and, and on that little point deal, and You know, I caught a three, four, and that kind of just like, I mean, it it fueled my fire to just to go and and go fishing and and just see what happened. And, you know, I told Davey Height, he had done, he had done a couple of interviews with me and all that stuff. And I'd caught like a almost four pound smallmouth off of that deal where I caught that four, four. And I said, there's a bunch of them there. They're really hard to get bite. If I can catch 14 or so pounds. I'll go out there and sit and see if I can catch a great mixed mom out and hopefully that'll be enough to win and and and, and 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 it did. You know, it was uh it it was just a plan that come together, you know. It's kinda of like the A team. They always say you gotta have a plan <laughs> and then it all come together. <laughs> well, it came together, it came together for you live.
0: Uh we, we all certainly got to see that and we saw we saw Ish uh battle uh a little bit and miss a few uh at the end and and, you know of course we're really not sure if that would have tied you or or gotten close to you but uh but he did you know we watched him miss a few at the end and you didn't i mean your your execution seemed to be tight
2: this whole week did did you lose any or have any trouble in that area you you know i broke i think i broke one off uh one day in the tournament that was the only one i lost during the whole week and all but you know my hat's off to ish you know ish is ish is known to be a Shallow water flipper, you know, frogger, largemouth, the mm-hmm. whole way and all that stuff. And he kind of threw a curveball in there, catches smallmouth, you know, and, <laughs> and my hat's off to him. You know, he did everything he could to do. And, and like I said, man, he, like I said, Ish is a great guy and, and me and him are like really, really good friends and I love him to death, man. Him and he is a asset to this sport and he, he really does good. But you know, it's just one of those deals where i i got lucky enough to, to beat him and and you know it's just it, it's a thing that we you know we compete we, we we're friends before we go out but we're any enemies on the water and then after the end we'll be friends and you know my hat's off to ish man he did a great job and and like i said i mean either way it would have happened i would i would have left it all on pekegama lake and and we would have been fine
0: well it was an awesome win and uh yeah ish ish certainly did great did you uh did did like uh, Livingston lures? Do you get like
2: a million dollar bonus for uh, for making it into the classic? <laughs> I, I hope so. Hopefully it'll <laughs> it'll come out soon. But if not, you know Livingston Livingston's been one of my biggest sponsors throughout the last couple of years. And you know they're they're a big family, and and I love them to death. You know Freddie and uh, Basil and and their wives and Eric Arnoldson and and all the guys at Livingston. You know they they have been they have been behind me 100 percent. And you know. Man, we got some great stuff that, that has come out. You know, a lot of people, you know, we start off kind of slow in the future. I mean, in the, in the, in the past, but now in the future, man, we got some stuff that's going to blow, blow the fishing world away. And, and it's, uh, it's good. You know, the Freddie B's come out. It's a, it's a, it's a fraud. It's getting ready to come out. So it has all the sounds and stuff in it. It's got great big, uh, five-aught hooks in it that for the, you know, the guys that really get in deep. So, It's going to be a thing that's really going to revolutionize the world of bass fishing. It's something that I'll have tied on every time.
0: Well, I think it was easy for a company like Livingston to get behind you because I was looking at your stats, and it's absolutely mind-blowing what you're doing on your stats, man. Like, you fished 49 Bassmaster tournaments uh, is a stat that I looked at, And, and I may have missed the numbers a little bit, but I'm pretty close. And you've checked in 40 of those events. Damn. You've got an amazing number of top 10s, top 12s, top 20s. Uh, just an incredibly consistent angler coming over here fishing on the elites. Um, man, what, what do you attest that? I mean, what's your secret or your strength? Where, where do you get this amazing fishing
2: ability? You know, Pete, I, I've been, I, I've looked at, I mean, I've watched you for a long time. You've been a great, you know, asset to the thing. I, I mean, I remember watching you when you won up at Champlain and Ike canelli and, and, and Ish Monroe and Kevin Van Dam and, and everybody that fishes the Elite Series. You know, and and the one thing that stands out the most is decision making. And you know, this year was kind of a rough season, you know, kind of for me. You know, when I went left, I should have went right and. And I think the whole thing, you know, everybody is a great bass fisherman. Everyone, you know, they, they have the the greatest select electronics. They have the greatest greatest bass boats. We have the greatest lures in the world. But the biggest part of it all is making the right decisions. And this year kind of wasn't the right decisions. But you know, when Ike and Ellie makes the right decision, what happens? He crushes them. You know, Van Dam, you know, Greg Hackney, you know, you got all the guys in, in the, in the late series that make those right decisions, especially like you at Champlain going up, you know, I remember you flipping a jig on those bridges up here, a black and blue jig. Nobody knew that nobody knew to do that, but guess what? You did. You crushed them. You won the tournament. I like this man. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that, that's the deal that you have to do in, in the, in professional fishing. You have to make the right decision and, and that, and that says it all. And to do that, you have to have, you know, a lot of good people behind you as far as sponsorships and all stuff like that. So, you know, you, you have to be able to have that, that, that ability to just be able to throw it all out there on the, on the water. And this year I, I didn't do that. You know, I, I, I can look back on the season and say that I fished very conservatively and I've never done that before. I, why I did that, I have no, do, no idea, but. The deal is, decision making is the best process in bass fishing by far.
0: Well, it's it's hard to you know you finished in what the 40s in the angler of the year race, and that's a, that's honestly that's a bad year for you. I mean that's you know you've been so consistent and so steady. Uh, it's and I you know I I really appreciate you you know crediting me and giving me the shout out on that win, <laughs> but not. I don't appreciate you giving away my bridge spot up there just now. Now everybody but, um,
2: knows, Pete. <laughs> hey, all that, all that's in, all that's uh, public knowledge now. Believe me,
3: <laughs> I know it. I know it. But uh, hey, I have a question for him, Jacob. Shoot. It's Mark. Uh, I'm really curious. Uh, do you consider yourself a student of the game? Because I'm really impressed that you were able to refer back to to what Pete did. Do you look back at, at performances and really? kind of take that and then maybe build a strategy even if it's somebody else do you take that and and use it
2: absolutely you know i mean back back in the day when we were were all going up champlain you know it, it was it was pete you know i mean he was he was the one to beat up there you know i mean he he had been up there before and figured all that stuff out so he was kind of the guy that that kind of led the the deal through all that and 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 you you look back at it. it I, I guess I I want to say that I'm not a computer junkie. I just remember a lot of things, and I watch a lot of bass fishing. So that was the, that was the whole deal. And and like I said, I never forget anything. I have a I have a memory like an elephant. So it uh it never it never goes you know it never goes past me. And I can tell you back in like when Larry Nixon won Mega Bucks, you know he was throwing a a a phenom. Mr. Twister Worm in lily pads on a pistol grip. Team <laughs> that's <viable> awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So here, here's the thing. You know, so I, I remember back, you know, a long time ago and, and all that stuff. So that's the things that I think that compels, you know, most English from the ones that we have now is a lot of it is I'm fishing in the past instead of being fishing in the future.
3: Do you think that was part of the issue this year? I mean, I know you talked about decisions were really critical for you this year. You know, you went right instead of going left. But do you think that was a factor?
2: No, you know, and, and the thing is, no, I, I think that might have been a, a big part of it, but a lot of it was, like, I I had chances, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all we asked for is, is to catch the five biggest bass we can. And chances were were there. It's just like, I mean <laughs> – I just never, never really, I never really, no time during the year did I ever feel like that I was on the winning bag or I was never on the winning top, you know, or being in the top 12. I was always felt like I was on a 50th place finish. And that's about where I finished all year until we got to the bracket deal. You know, we got to that bracket deal after about the first two hours. And I was like, I, I really, really feel good about this. And, You know, because I got a lot of bites, I got you know the right ones, and I felt like things were kind of going in the right direction. It it wasn't like the you know the year in the past. And you know, you look back at Kevin Van Dam, you look at back at all the guys that have had like record-breaking years. It's it's just one of those deals where you're like, hey, you're gonna have that year where it's gonna be mediocre and stuff like that. And you know, I I hate it. Don't get me wrong, because I am a competitor. I want, to, I want to compete and be in, in the top five. I I want to swing from the fence every day I go out there, you know, starting at day one. And it just didn't seem like to happen this year, you know. I, but Oh, go ahead, yep. man. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. You're good. Well, I'm
3: curious because I, I've talked to guys over the years, and when years are going mediocre, I mean, yeah, you know, you're getting a check here and there and things are going okay. A number of guys, the trend has been to just ditch everything that they've been working toward and the plans that they have in place, even when it comes to practicing into the next tournament. They they try to take a different approach. Do you do that? I mean, when you're in that rut or you're just kind of in that status quo, what do you do, Jacob?
2: I, I've tried it all. I mean, I've tried wearing the same uh, <laughs> pants for three days. I've tried, to train, I've tried, I've tried to do everything in the world. You know, I've tried to, I, I've tried to be filthy. I've tried to, you know, I, I used to sleep in and never would get out there at daylight because I hated an early morning bite. I thought it always hurt me more than it helped me. So I tried, so I started to try, I started to, I mean, I'd go to practice at 830. And fish so dark. I'd go practice at daylight, fish so dark. It just never seemed to matter. You know, it was like, it, it, not saying anything wrong or anything bad. It was like God had a vision for me that I needed to be in that bracket deal. And you know, like I, <laughs> the last day of my lax I go up. I got, I think I got three bass. It's like 12 o'clock. I'm like, well, you know, I got to go try to catch a limit. So I go in some reeds where. You know, me and Hackney, Hackney had been fishing, he caught a you know, pretty decent bag. He said there were some three and a half to three quarter pound smallmouth swimming around in these reeds, and you know, I was a up here to go fishing. And uh so I'm fishing long. I ain't had a bite, and I, I I go as shallow as I can go. And I look and there's a little reed. I mean, a little uh mat had blown up in these reeds. So I punch through it and I pick up lying swimming, I catch a four pound smallmouth. I mean, I'm talking about six inches of water, I'm like Holy moly, you know. I mean, here we go. So I get in, I got four. I pitch right back in there and catch a three-pound largemouth, you know, and, that, and that's the five that I weighed in at Malax to to get me into the the uh, the angler, you know, the bracket deal. So yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I think it was just a good. I think it was a thing that they were saying that I needed to be there, you know. I don't know why, and it never never ask why, but it was just one of those deals. It's, it's hard to get out of a slump and and
0: you know mike kind of felt like he's going through one yeah. now and and i've been through them. anybody that's competed at anything has dealt with that and it, like you said it's like you just you, you just got to keep battling and wait for it to come back around to you or leave you alone really but uh but we heard uh you know after after that bracket tournament mike went and you know he did a vacation at Hershey um, and uh, Ish got into his Ferrari. Did you get into <laughs> your Ferrari and go on a, are you headed to a vacation
2: now? No, I got, I got in got mind Mine drove home and cut the grass.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a, a push mower, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know – you, know, you know, here's the thing, man. It, it was – that was probably, like, the most, uh, most talented bracket that's ever been, you know, ever been dealed. Because, I mean – you know, last year we went up there, it was, you know, it was eight of us fishing at deal, and nobody, you know, there were seven of us that were already in the class and one guy was not. And, you know, I, I opted out of my deal and all that stuff. But, you know, it came down to this year where there was eight of us in there and we were competing for one spot. So it was a tournament, you know, there was no questions asked. We were going to do whatever we could do to, to, to make the Bashmaster Classic. I mean, that, like I said, that's the deal, man. It's, it's, it's the super bowl of bass fishing
0: well you made it and that's awesome and and uh your i mean your stats are amazing uh i from what i remember talking to you before you had some pretty big influences i don't know if you want to talk about them a little bit for us but then you grew up you were fishing a little bit with woo daves and and fished with dudley a little bit or who, who would be
2: your mentors in this sport you know, uh, Wu, I went to, I went to practice for the Bassmaster Classic with Wu. Uh, I think when I was in ninth or tenth grade, uh, Wu picked me up two days before I got out of high school. You know, he knew our, uh, my principal, um, they deer hunted together, which was Kenny Parr, and he had already arranged Kenny to get me out of school. So I got to go and, uh, I spent three weeks with Wu down at Logan Martin for the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, practicing and you know, me and we used to go fishing all the time. We I mean we still do this day when you know when we have time. You know, he's still uh he's still a busy, busy, busy guy and uh between rabbit hunting and deer hunting and flounder fishing and you know, fishing the opens and stuff, I mean Woo Woo's getting up there in age, but I mean he's still hanging in there and, and uh he <laughs> he's still chewing tobacco and, and having a <laughs> and having a good time. But uh it's uh It's one of those deals, man, where, you know, he, he's always been there to support me, man. He's been, you know, other than my dad, you know, he, Wu was always there to, to help me through. And I mean, he gave me anything I ever wanted and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, Wu, I mean, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, Wu's mom, we call her Miss Dave's. She, uh, we, she had a place down at Palmer's Point at Bugs Island and, uh, and she was telling us a little story about Woo. You know, his name was Wooford, Daves when he was born. And, uh, she said, she, the doctor said when, when Woo come out, that the first thing she said was Woo, you know, like that. So that's how Woo got named. But, uh, like I said, he's been a, he's been a great guy. He's been a, a really ambassador sport and, and his son Chris, you know, he's, Chris, me and Chris grew up fishing together and hanging out deer hunting and turkey hunting and rabbit hunting and whatever else we could kill. You know, we were, we were kind of, kind of, uh, kind of hellions on this deal, but we, you know, we partied a lot together when I was in high school and, and, um, but you know, it, it, they've been a great family and, and I really truly, truly blessed to have them as friends.
0: Man, that's great. That's a great story, and uh, I see Wu at the Opens. It's great to see him. And like you said, I mean, he's you know he's aging, I guess, because he doesn't look like it to me. He looks like the same Wu Dave's I was competing against 20 years ago. He looks the same. He's he's uh, he's keeping it together, and he's out there battling with us all the time. It's great to see him, and uh, and it's awesome that that uh, you gave him that kind of praise. But uh, I appreciate you being with us tonight, man. It was great. Congratulations on making the classic. Now, I, I guys want to follow you. Uh I know they can cook, they can get you a lot. I want to get a little love to Ricky Bobby and Bass 365. They can they can uh they can check you out there. But, hey, hold uh, on! Hold on! Before, hold on, before we go,
2: look, we've had a little gas hey. night, so we're all cooking out tonight. Yeah, everybody's got swim baits. So we're all <laughs> killing. <laughs> Big white tube <tomb> steak. <laughs> Right here, yeah, there, look, you know, there's call a call ring. ring. Hey, right here. hey, go full screen that's on the, this.
0: That's the coal ring. Hang on, that, this is a great story because yeah. yeah, Jacob, there we go. we're going oh, full Brad, screen. What are you, doing, yeah. man? you caught that? You caught a fish in, in the derby that had a call tag in his mouth. You, that's the call tag. Let's see it again. Where's it at?
2: Yeah, this is this is Where's the actual at? call tag Where'd that I, the bass oh, that right. I caught.
0: That's amazing. And it, you know, it was interesting because it was a big and is controversial deal because you caught the fish with the call tag in his mouth and called it. Uh, may had to get the tournament director involved, I guess, trip to make a decision on whether you could weigh that fish with that foreign object in his mouth or you had to and, and get the weight or you had to take it out. And uh, I guess they decided to take it out. It didn't did. But it looked like did it make a difference in the
2: weight? No, it was. uh Like on the on the on those scales that we had, it was a digital scale, so it weighed three three without the call ring, and it weighed three three and three quarters of an ounce with the call ring. So it was like three quarters of an ounce.
0: So did they give you that three quarters of an ounce?
2: No, well, see, we all rounded to zero, so it was three. If it was three three, it was three three. If it was three four, it was three four. Okay. So, Uh, but hey, I got one question for Ronnie Moore that was just on there. All right. Um, I just why. I had a question from a lot of the uh, like guys at media and stuff. Why they call him the Godfather? The Ron Father. No, the Godfather.
1: I heard the Ron Father.
2: That's
3: what
1: I heard too. Yeah. I, I think you got bad intel, Jake. I heard him called the Ron Father.
2: Oh, I thought it was the Godfather. Well, if what? it is the Ron, I just want to know why they call him. That. What's that come from? Well, because, because I don't know, because he's Ronnie Moore. He's a bowl full of information.
1: Getting the bowl.
0: Well, all right. Well, all right. Well, you already tried to call him Italian, so I thought that was something to do with that. That's a really good question to ask, Jake, about a guy we don't have online. (laughs) I haven't seen Ike. Is Ike in? He's in D.C., man. He's lobbying for all our benefits down there in Washington, D.C. He's going to be talking with senators and and all kinds of political people about rights of the fishermen. Another
1: crooks. Uh,
2: Yes, and other crux. And other crux. Other and, than uh, the crux that scumbags. are here. But, right. hey, I'm just going to let y'all know, this will be in my classic boat. I'm just letting you know.
1: Right on, man. All right. Hey, hey I got a question. I had to yeah. step out earlier. Did you guys get into uh, his his spinning tackle rig, the, the whole deal? No, we didn't talk about that. No, you didn't check your notes? Cool. Um, <laughs> so so you were, you were catching a lot of fish on a spinning rod, but you were kind of horsing them. You know, a lot of guys were... Were, uh had their drag loose and, and but to me you were you were boat flipping one spin rod. Dude, just talk to me about that real quick. Like what what was that setup? What kind of line? What pound test? The whole deal.
2: <laughs> you know, I started off with a braid and a ten pound high seas leader and you know the 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 whole deal was I my my braid was kind of messing up. You know, we and the wind was blowing a lot, so I uh I actually went to a straight ten pound high seas fluorocarbon line and, and it made me it was able to skip a whole lot better, you know, throwing the wacky worm or the little the little Nico rig uh underneath those docks and stuff and it, it it was it was a whole lot better and and I believe in high seas fishing line. You know, I've I've been fishing it now for I think three or four years and I've never broke a fish off. And I mean I mean I flipped five pounders on ten pound tests. So it was it was a no-brainer, you know. I never really, you know, never really, never really thought about it in my mind about breaking one off. But when I got that, when I got that smallmouth on, I had it on ten pound test. I was like, I'm not flipping it. I'm not taking a chance. I'm going to grab him. And you know, when he come by, I had that mustad, Nika, uh, not Nico, but I had a mustad streamer um, hook that we had just come out with. Kevin, you know, helped design a little bit. Me and uh, I think Brandon Lester and, and uh, a bunch of us. Help do that, and and that deal was, that, I mean, it was pinned up through his up through the top of his mouth, and I knew he couldn't come off. So I said, I better grab him before I break him off. So it was, uh, it was a, it was a really really good deal.
0: Boat and five pounders on ten pounds about test. that? Ill-advised. <laughs> what, do you guys, what are you guys doing over there, man? It looks like you guys are having a bachelor party. Are you going to kill
2: something, catch no, no, something? No, no, what are you guys no, doing? No. Go kill something. You know, you know, the deal. The deal was uh, a lot of people kept questioning me about throughout the tournament about what I was fishing on those docks, and and a lot of it was just you, you know all those docks get get dragged out of the water in the wintertime because. You know, of it of it being so cold, stuff that it frees up, and a lot of them had we, you know, a lot of them had wheels on it, and those wheels would be in about two foot of water, and that's what I keyed on the whole time was those tires and wheels that were in the water, and that's what held those bigger fish. You know, I mean, I could go by there and look at a dock and say, well, no, I'm not going to get a bite. I go to the next one, those tires would be on there, and, and every one of them had a bite on it. So that was <laughs> wow. that was the whole the whole deal about the the shallow deal and and I'm not saying that nobody else figured it out. I think Lefebvre figured it out. He just, you know, came away with, uh, not catching the right ones, but he, uh, he's a fierce competitor, but you know, that was the whole, uh, whole deal, you know, and, and, and <laughs> everybody, everybody was tweeting in and stuff on my, on my Facebook deal about, uh, you know, the quantum rods and reels that I was using. I was using a $99. Rod and reel. I mean, the, the the vapor, the vapor, the quantum vapor. It's a six three to one, and then the uh, the prism rod I was using was ninety nine bucks. It's like a it's a six ten medium heavy, and I mean for the average angler and all that stuff. I mean it's it's perfect, and for the elite series pro, it's perfect. I mean that's what you know. Greg Hatton used it. If you look back at uh, Jordan Lee at Lake Saint Clair, he used it, and it was it's just it's just it's an awesome ride, man. For for ninety nine bucks, it's very cheap and it's uh and it's best for everyone out there. Right on.
3: Good. I have a question. When's the last time you've been on Hartwell?
2: Um, the last time was the Bashmaster Classic. But really? uh, I spent four weeks there idling around, so I know just about every stump, rock, everything you can imagine.
3: You like bluebacks?
2: Absolutely.
0: well that's good you're going to be fishing around a lot of them and we wish the best at the classic so if somebody if guys watching the show
2: want to tweet you on facebook how do they go about doing that it's just jacob prosnick at facebook.com or jacob prosnick instagram okay Uh, it's jacob underscore prosnick at instagram.com
0: i i hear was that turkey in the background
2: what was that that was Ricky. That was Ricky Bobby laughing about something. I think somebody farted or something. Oh
0: jeez. Figured <laughs> that tweeting on Facebook.
1: It sounded. Yeah, it was, sounded like that white. Yeah. That white swim bait disappeared
0: somewhere. Yeah. I think somebody in that. Somebody in the house over there got my joke. Nobody here in the studio got it. No, I did. I but, didn't uh, want to insult you. I didn't know if you were for real. <laughs> I got Yeah. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, buddy. Uh, uh, right. So uh, anyway, check out. Check out Jacob on Facebook. We're going to be watching in the classic. Good luck. Uh, You know, Ricky, thanks for putting this all together. Check out Bass365.com. A lot of great information there. And, uh, man, just wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. I just got
2: one thing, one more thing to say. Uh When when Trump's out of office, Jerry Jones for president. That's all I got to (laughs) say.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> hey. ah. Why, what he did hey, he do All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I
0: like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. What did Jerry Jones do? Did I don't know. The, I we're in we're, we're, we're the dark here, man. We missed it's the Jerry Jones. Can you tell us? Did, it, did something oh, happen today?
2: Hey, did Jerry, we, he, tweeted on, he tweeted on Facebook. Check it out. Hey, he tweeted on Facebook. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Tweet it on Facebook. Tweet All on right. Facebook. We'll <laughs> look right. for those Facebook tweets. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> good afraid, job. We hey, appreciate we you, you being here. Good luck at the classic. See ya. See ya. All right, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. I did, probably something hey.
1: about people kneeling down or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the
0: yeah. yeah. It was, it Feet was, of the yeah. Sea,
3: did you see it? Which? The, the tweet on Facebook? I did.
1: <laughs> okay. Actually, I think I saw it walking past the TV out there. I was just, you know, it was something about um, standing the hell up. You yeah. All right. yeah. You know. All right. I mean, you can imagine what he said.
0: Hey, I guess that's going on tonight because the Dallas is playing. The Dallas tonight, is I think. playing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing you. right now. And if and if you don't stand up, you'll be fired immediately. I don't care who you are. That's what he said. I okay. got you. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I got you. Well, there you go. Here's
1: where we're at. Where are we at? We are going to take a much-needed break because we blew past all of them. Yep. <laughs> we blew past all of them. Yep. Uh, we're going to play a little video that, uh, from yesterday. Instead of doing Night Live. We, do you have uh, it framed up right? I don't know. You can come on back here. And... <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to take like three, five, six-minute break. Okay. As much as we can. Come back. We've got a couple things to do. We might have a mystery caller calling in.
0: Okay, do. And
1: uh, there you go.
0: And there you go. We'll be right back, guys. Like Live.
1: Mark, take
0: over. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ike Live, uh, that was a cool shot there BTC, Oh
1: yeah. Catching,
0: catching some nice bass, Lake X it looked like, is that right? Yeah,
1: well, yep, yeah, yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of action. All kinds of yeah, action. Yeah, you need to talk to Mike about something else that happened too. Oh really? Yeah, you know what he referred to when uh, we had him on, Live via Skype? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Alright. I'll just tease it.
0: Kind of He's like what him. he did when he
1: teased us.
0: Yeah, he did tease us pretty bad. All right, but uh, well, that was cool, you know. And, and compete, instead compete of
1: is completely in the dark about what you're teasing about right now.
0: Yeah, well, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> Brian knows. Well, you got one guy. We got all. <laughs> Dave <yeah>. doesn't care. <laughs> That's a fact. He could care less. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty observant. What <laughs> 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 uh, we
3: do in Oklahoma, we watch uh, people.
0: All right. uh, I, I kind of observed that you were probably in here sweating on the computer while Brian was out catching fish.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, I will say this about B to the C. He tried to take B care to of C. me. All right. yeah. He tried to take care of me. Yeah. He really did. The effort was there. I'll give it up to you, Brian. He, I, you tr- he went and got a boat. I yeah. But I was committed to... To making this show happen. Hey, it's a day late, unfortunately, so they got to reap the benefits. Yeah, well. That's all
1: right. What about me? I drove to Best Buy two times. All right. Oh, is that E-Rock? Yeah. (laughs) E-Rock. Is that that the new nickname? E-Rock. E-Rock. E-Rock.
4: Dave, you're the
1: final judge on on names around here for the most part. I don't mind E-Rock getting thrown right Well, turn him on, Brian. B e, to the C? No. e rock. Uh, That's right. E, e- no. rock's not bad. No, Dave's everything. on, but the uh, the wires are crossed, and Couch One is now Couch Two, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Gotcha. Oh, he just picked up the wrong headset. This is all that was.
1: All right. What do you think about?
3: I didn't go there. I was out. I did. Come on. I will call. I I will try and call him and talk to him one on one because I didn't really want to bring it up because I didn't want to talk to me. I would really like to know what Jacob's thoughts are about did he really earn it? He earned the bracket spot. Yes, I'm not taking anything away from him. Nothing. Zero. But as an elite series angler during the regular season, do you think he really earned that classic spot? Yes. Why and is that,
1: infinitely, uh, infinitely more so than guys from the opens. Who uh, I don't with,
3: disagree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm talking from an elite series perspective, though.
0: Uh well, yeah, because the, the, they created that spot for this event. Shouldn't that, I spot, shouldn't that spot have gone to Kennedy, who was the first man out? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that. I no, won, it wouldn't have been. not w- him. Man, I wouldn't argue that. It wouldn't have been Kennedy. It would have been the top guy in the bracket, who I don't know who that was. But uh, that's a good point. Should. Well, it's he wasn't. Steve... Oh, he was in the bracket. Yeah. He was in the bracket. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So should that spot have gone? We have, have a gone... visitor. Welcome. Miss, Miss Rebecca?
3: You need to turn that yeah. headset on there, Brian. She, there you go. You want to weigh in on this? Yeah. Oh, wow.
4: She's Sorry. loud.
0: Okay. That nah, wasn't your fault. That's Brian B to the C. So who should that spot have gone to? Steve Kennedy. He should have just got it. No yeah. bracket. Yeah. There okay. it is.
4: The bracket was amazing. It was amazing. We're not saying that. The you were glued to it. I'm go- probably going to get beat up for saying this. You were... BASS is going to send me hate mail. But it, that was all for Bass. That did nothing for those guys. They didn't get paid. They get, were exhausted. They got beat up even more. They were emotionally. They were stressed. I mean, everything about that was awful for those guys that week.
0: It was high, stre- it was and it high
4: worked, stress. And it worked. And it worked out for Jacob Prosnick, which yeah. is wonderful. But at the mm. end of the day.
3: Yeah. It was good for the fans. It was good for the fans. Yeah. So it was good well, for bass, good for the fans, and good for Jacob Rosick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey,
3: can you think of anybody else? Yeah. I'm sure the economy got pumped a little bit around let, there. Let me say Probably. this. The
0: guys didn't get paid, but guys that didn't get a chance to get exposure this year got a ton of it.
3: Yeah. They I did. mean,
0: they got a ton of it and their their personalities came through. You got to see them sweat. They their sponsors got a big bump a big benefit from all that exposure so there was
4: that i I don't deny that 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 is a wonderful thing i just Mm. know coming off of a season that was it was just a tough season you know what i mean like mike didn't get any breaks i mean ish i mean to fall out at the end like you know what i mean like it's tough on those guys and then it's like now let's go make you work even harder for five more days and then you still get to go home with nothing. That just, my heart breaks for those guys. Yeah. That's so, all I'm here, saying. I
3: have a question then, Becky, because you do a lot of the business side then. Should anglers from this point forward, if they continue with this format, the bracket thing, the win and you're in, even though you didn't do anything or didn't fall, you fell below the line to qualify. Right. Should anglers start right now when they do their contracts and, have a clause in the contract that, you know, if I stink it up, but I still get into the bracket that you need to pay me X amount of dollars because I am going to get at least X number of exposures. See what I'm saying? So now it becomes a play that even if you're not successful, it's something to fall back on and go, hey, look, even if I stink it up, and I don't make it to the Classic. Okay, here. Think about all the exposure that you're going to get if I make it into the bracket. <laughs> Boom. Closet no. it in there.
0: Yeah.
4: We closing that in with the sponsors or Bass?
3: No, with the sponsors. Because well, Bass isn't going to pay. But that's how much money did
4: Bass make <laughs> off them?
3: I'm just telling you, that's part of it. How much exposure... How much exposure... By the way, that's the next uh, Bassmaster Classic champion right there. All right. How much exposure did everybody get that if they were smart and put it in their contracts, even though they have no idea that they're going to make it to the bracket, then, okay, they could have benefited
4: from it. It's true, but what sponsor is going to go for that?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, (laughs) I want another $5,000. I'm just saying,
4: if you structure the the
3: contracts, though, that is a necessary clause. Here's the other thing, Pete. For all those people that are getting ready to fish the Elite Series next year, and and you're putting contracts together for next year, take a little piece of advice. I'm wrong a lot, and I admit when I'm wrong, I have no problem being wrong. If you guys don't put this in your contract, I want you to call me, and I want to get you on BTL, and I want you to explain to me why this is not in your contract. You know what they need in there, Pete? They need to make sure that they have every bit of language that if they make Bassmaster Live, they get X number of dollars.
4: So any live.
3: Any live. Any live. If I make it to the final day and I'm one of the four or six or whatever the number's going to be that they're going to have cameras on, here's my incentive right here.
4: Well, that should, that should be in your contract. You. That's now. what I'm saying. Yeah, but now, See, you now, you now Zona, Zona's, Zona's from
1: Chicago. Or, He's got organized, like... He's got to have organized crime blood somewhere in his veins. He's already thinking of a way. He's already calculating the dollars because you're going to put someone on there. They're going to get that. But he's got to get his. He's got to get the vig. You
3: know, that, the, the thing has changed. The dynamic has changed yeah. from a sponsorship standpoint.
4: Well, see, technically, that's actually a great thing. I I guess I should start billing people. Yes. Because Mike Mark, ended up in the top ten of Mark, I, I, I've yeah. run out of semantics.
1: Um Notches to go down. Yeah, I know. What was the advice I got
3: on Twitter or Facebook or the tweet on Facebook or whatever it was? Quit screaming. Yeah. (laughs) And what did I send back to you? A picture of Sam Kennison? That's
1: right. That's right. (laughs) All right.
3: No, but do you understand, Becky, the dynamic of the business perspective of putting contracts together now? It's not about television. It's not about television anymore. All right? From an Elite Series perspective, Mm -hmm. it is about that live. And the value is with what they have created. And they've done a damn good job at doing what they're doing Hell from is. a live perspective. Have the anglers take advantage of that in the contracts yeah. that they put together. That has to be language that is in there now because that's where you're going to get the most exposure. Sure. Agreed? Yes.
0: I the sponsors right, are going to get it. Yes. it the, the question is, can you sell it? Right? It's there. It exists. It, it, can the, you Can you the, sell the it? Can you matters. get that contract signed? i got to really ask, how many of our average fans do you think – Dude, are even interested in any of this. We're talking about right now. I'm serious. Think
1: about it, dude. Hey, here's really what not. I'm doing. The, re- the only reason
3: I say this, Dave. <laughs> I'm not saying to rip you both. No, that's fine. That's fine. All right. You can rip me as I'm many times as you want. i respect listen, you. Listen, there are guys out there, and when you have been out there and seen what these guys go through, Becky, you know what they go through, especially the rookies. I'm just trying to stand up for the rookies that if somehow, some way, they listen to what I have to say to try from a financial perspective, help them out, rather than going, hey, man, I qualify for the Elite Series. Let me go get a loan. Let me mortgage this. Let me do that. Let me go out and write and and max out all my credit cards. That's what I'm saying. No, Be- I got you. Dude, dude I'm, I'm these right? dudes I
0: are the luckiest guys in the world to get to fish for a living. Quit your whining. Speaking <laughs> about sponsors... <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, I
3: care, Dave. I care, Peter. All right, you uh, you obviously do. Speaking of sponsors,
1: in front of you. In front of me. I have sponsors in front of me. The other in front. of me. Ah,
0: we have Mystery Tackle Box Pro.
1: Mark has a lot of energy. Make him do it.
0: Okay, Mark. What do I need? We're going to do a live unboxing of Mystery Tackle Box. Very nice. I get one of these in my tackle box every month. Okay, so what do I do? You got to just open it up and tell us us what you see. You might need a
4: tool. Do you get it in your tackle box or your mailbox?
0: I get it in my mailbox. Yeah,
4: it's
3: priority
0: mail. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and I tweet on Facebook. Or in your tackle box the <laughs> <laughs> Jake <Rates. laughs>
3: Okay, so yeah. what do I do? Well, just tell us what you got. Sledgehammer?
0: Swim yeah, jig? Yeah, a swim jig. This okay. is the pro box. So what is this? Dave, what is stick? the price on this? That is $24. 25, hours. $25.
4: $25. $25. Read us the special, Eric.
1: Come on, E-Rock. Oh, he deleted it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> e Rock. Uh let's see here. A Lunker Hunk Lunker Hunt Popping Frog? Lunker Hunk. Oh, that's interesting. Live target swim bait.
0: Good stuff.
4: Uh to
0: fish. Here it is. Oh. Sign up for a six oh. or twelve month <laughs> pro box and use the promo code IkeLive20. That's IkeLive20. Wow, that looks really and good. And get $20 off. That's Mystery Tackle Box promo. That's IkeLive20. That's your promo code for hey, a six check, or 12 months.
3: Check that out. Program. That's cool. 20 bucks off.
0: We so, love it. That is nice. Some Mustad hooks. Some BMC. B&M. The Hunch. VM. VNM. It's, it's by The Hunch. Check this out. This is J How appropriate is that? We just had the man on.
1: Yeah.
0: It's P uh. Hang on. This oh. is his creature bait. I know right, because I, I just got yeah, one go of these on. in my pro box. But work Guys, give it a try. Um, it, it's amazing. It's going to help you try lures that you've never thought to use this before. Nice. It's going to expose you to some great stuff. And to be honest, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun getting them every month. You always have something to look Daddy. forward to. And use the promo code IKELIVE20. You get $20 off, uh, be it a 6- or 12-month subscription to Mystery Tackle Box. You guys are going to love it. Hey, Mark. Did you...
1: Yes, sir. You never explained to me how to do that Skype call thing. What do you mean? Uh, Becky knows.
4: Oh, I'm coming.
0: Hey, kay. I'm going to take this opportunity to thank all of our sponsors. We have Flambeau Tackle Boxes, the best Z-Rust, best organization <laughs> systems. Uh, you got to check it out. Liquid Mayhem. Uh, don't neglect your scent, guys. Liquid Mayhem makes the best scent in the business. And you have Ike Live 25. Ike Live 25 is going to get you 25% off any liquid mayhem order. Uh, So you want to definitely check that out. Uh, The Hobie kayaks, I mean, kayak fishing is exploding. It's taking over. Uh, Freshwater fishing, saltwater fishing. And the Mirage Compass kayak is uh, is lighter, faster, colorful, and it has a pedal-driven system. And it is an amazing new kayak from Hobie. You want to check that out. TH Marine, uh, we were talking about. I was just talking with the folks at TH Marine. We were talking about the Atlas Jack Plate. I have one on my boat. I use it every single day. I'm a shallow water fisherman. It helps me get safely in and out of shallow water. It's an amazing, amazing tool. And all the great products at TH Marine are amazing. And Tackle Warehouse is with us. Uh, If you bass fish, you order from Tackle Warehouse. They're consistent dependable and they've got the cutting edge stuff. They got everything that you want there. So check them out. And the Bash University. Hey, check this out, man. We're going to Mexico in November. It's it's 6, really? six weeks away. Uh the Bash University Mexico trip which is going to be November 6th through the 10th. Um you got to you know come check it out. Uh, give us a request via email, Facebook page. We'll get you hooked up. We've got great rates. $100 off your week at uh, at Anglers Inn, the premier destination on Lake El Salto in Mexico. Mm-hmm. We're going to be down there with Uncle Freddy, Fred Boom Boom Rombanis, and me are going to be down there for Bass University. Wow. And uh, we're going to be dude. we're going to be fishing for uh, for some really cool bass. Hopefully no earthquakes will take place while we're there. But uh, that's going to be coming up in a, in a, in a little when while. When is that? Where are you going? What? November 6th through the 10th. We're going to El Salto.
3: Wow, that should be fun. Yeah. That's it's, a good time to go down there.
0: Yeah, right now I heard they're busting them on the Whopper Plopper topwater bait. I just got a report. They're just smashing them. Mark Jeffries, thank you, buddy. Ronnie Moore. Ronnie Moore. Uh, thank Jacob Prosnick. Who else do we have tonight? Ike. 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 On the Capital March. Good, we're luck not down at, him. good luck, Dan. Good luck, Dan, in DC. <not> him. <laughs> hey, Dave.
3: Dave, remember, dude, I care. Uh, All right. Remember that about me, dude. I know you do. I care. Well,
0: <laughs> you, you put it together for us. We're, Thank we're you, Dave. Mikey we're you not sure. going to care. That's far. right. Thank you. What's his name now? Iraq. Iraq. And B to the C? B to the C. Thanks, everybody, for watching, hanging in there through that last call. We love you for that. Thanks, uh, Pete. I'm, I'm Pete Gluzek. We will see you back here real soon on i